Victoria. My friends, to the In Obscuria podcast, a podcast where we exhume obscure rock and punk and metal, and we put them in one of three categories, the lost, the forgotten, or the should-have-beens. My name, New Year's Baby Kevin, and that over there, New Year's Baby... Diaper-wearing Robert. Diaper-wearing Robert. <laughs> Not yet. You start that way, and you uh, end up that way. If Yeah, if you're lucky, you get old enough to end up that way. Yes. You know, we're, we're not that far from... Shh. In Zip the, it. In the trajectory of our life, Stop it. we're closer to wearing diapers again than we are the You know, start. it might not be that bad. You, know, you got to go all the way upstairs sometimes to go to the bathroom. You're just like, oh, God, you know, just, I don't want to do that. Just go in your pants. Yeah, we're, we're closer to the yeah, that I, end of wearing diapers uh, than we are to the beginning. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I look in the mirror every morning and uh, realize that, that. Oh, what's that gray hair? Right there? My, oh, and my eyebrows. I got gray hair on my freaking eyebrows. Where'd that happen? Mm, lovely. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Feliz Año Nuevo. Yes. Feliz Underwear Nuevo to you, too. Yes. Nuevo Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. how were your holidays? We took a little bit of time off. I did yeah. I did one of those dangerous episodes by myself. Last I week. cannot wait to listen to it. Mm-hmm. When does it drop? Like, just uh, it'll soon? be dropping very soon. soon. Okay. Well, yeah, I had a good holiday. Drove down to L.A. and saw my family, lower Alabama, and saw my family, mm-hmm. and got to spend time with my mother and sister, brother-in-law, and one nephew. One of the nephews was at his wife's family. So this now that they're getting old enough to get married, they're also old enough to do the split holidays thing, oh, where yes. you go to Thanksgiving. So he spent Thanksgiving with us, he and his uh, lovely wife, and then they spent Christmas up there, and then I left, and they, you know, it's just one of those things. It's hard to coordinate everybody's schedule. So Harrison, who's been on the program Yeah, now, actually, we can say actually that. Actually, on the program. Yeah, the other one yep. still is not. He's a little, you know, shy. So he's we'll, going to have to come on and play. I don't think Harrison talked it up. He talked it up. I don't think he's played in a long time. So, mm. uh, and no, I didn't get my bass back. I uh, still didn't. <laughs> he didn't put nah, a ball on it. Nah, give it back to you. No, nah, still waiting on that. Uh, so one of, the, one of these days, I will have that back, and I can <laughs> sell it and or well, play it for like twenty minutes, and then sell it again. Maybe he sold it. Maybe he did. That's part. Of, <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't have it. Yeah, we'll see. But um, I mean, if he did, I'd be proud of him. Like, yeah, that's taking after your uncle right there. That was good, and got ate a lot, and had a good time, and everybody's healthy. And uh, the New Year's just sat at home and did my taxes, you know. What the hell did you just say? Oh, that's fun. Didn't do anything. That sounds great. Did you, you know, put together any ingredients to make any no, special man, concoctions? Not during the holidays. Everybody no. is cooking okay. except me. So you don't do it? No, because everybody's so I, cooking. I don't get to hit the button. No, there was nothing. I okay. sat back. My sister's a great cook. My brother-in-law is excellent on the grill and just ate and ate and had some gumbo. She's, she makes great gumbo. Our family's, you know, there's a lot of gumbo in my family. So no, I, I just wait. Now that the holidays are done, this I button have to start, is really dusty. It's kind of rusty. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, dusty and rusty. Yeah, so I'll uh, I'll get hungry at some point and have to start cooking for myself. We'll see. All right. So what'd you do? Did you go up to Carolina? I went to the Carolinas. Yeah. Yeah. 
went to South Carolina. No, no big deal. Just, just hung for out. a couple of days. Hung out. Yeah, for yeah, a couple five days. Did you get to spend the <laughs> night in your old bedroom? I did. It's, see, yeah. I don't get that anymore. When they, my parents, you know, they sold the house probably five or six years ago, so I don't get to go home anymore. Yeah, I did ask my sister because she was in her. So we had upstairs bedrooms. Mm-hmm. My parents slept downstairs, and there's a little walkway between our, our rooms separating them. And she was coming out of when we were cleaning up to go home. She was coming out of her bedroom door. I'm like. Does it ever feel just weird to you at this point in yeah. our life where you and I are coming out of the same doors that we grew up the in? The same. And see, you grew up in the house. The house that yeah. I would go visit, my parents didn't buy until I'd left to go to college. They, uh, they had been there 25 years. So it, that's it how was my the wife's thing to home. house is. But still, my parents waited for me it. to leave to yeah. build their dream house on the water. To upgrade. Yeah, to upgrade. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> damn it. But no, you were born and raised in that house. Not, not born and raised, but we oh, okay. moved there when I was... Probably five. Oh, close so, enough then. Close. You probably have just a couple of memories. Faint yeah. memories of the yeah. earlier house. But still, that is something else to get up, wake up in your bed. Is it a, now, I remember in when I met you in your townhouse, when you, we were neighbors, you mm-hmm. had a little mm-hmm. kid's bed in your bedroom still. You were in your 20s. Yeah. And you still had the kid's bed. What the hell did you just say? Thanks in for outing bedroom. me. Yeah. Appreciate oh, yeah. that. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I, I just met you. And you're like, hey, come look at my CD collection. I walked in. I was like, oh, okay, oh. yeah. You're getting a lot guy's... of game in that single bed, aren't yeah, you, buddy? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah. But, of course, you're married and have kids, and, you know, yeah. so we know who's getting the game. You know what the difference is in my bedroom now? What's I get to have sex in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. But you know what? I mean. <laughs> no, that's you don't have to. You can be as. But you, I could. You could if you wanted to. If I if if you chose. If well, you know, if we hit the year marker right. Yeah, it, it is between <laughs> seven and seven thirty, and you you've eaten, but not too much. Right. And you know, you and had a night's sleep before that night. Not too hot outside. Not, not too, too hot. cold. Not too not cold. Too cold no, either. Kind of temperate. If it's just right, yeah. and yeah, and the place were completely empty, then. Perhaps, yeah, there would be three minutes of amazing, <laughs> amazing. You know, what's wrong with you? Well, I, as the uh, perpetual single dude here, you know, I, I don't know what that's like. So, mm, okay, yeah, it was, it's either feast or famine. Yeah, Mister uh, Feast or Fam, one of the Mister Crazy Parties that we can't even talk about on yeah. this program. Yeah, so it's it's different, but I understand. Believe yeah. me, but. Yeah, nothing crazier. The, the craziest thing was that I now have a child who has her own cell phone. Uh-oh. So we moved into that era. Oh, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin, we Kevin. got the, got a middle schooler. and she's iPhone. Got her own iPhone. Now. Oh, no, 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 So no, that no, was no. the big gift this year. So she's already been on computers, so it's, this is her not Her whole like, life. Yeah, this is not like all of a sudden the world is now at her feet. She's she's seen the world, But, but it's a different, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah, of when course you get a it phone, is. it's a whole different thing. And these kids, kids nowadays, it's six years old, they get an iPhone. So it's, yeah. it's nice that you waited a little bit. We were trying to hold off a little bit longer, but we actually need to get in touch with her Ronnie James D-O-G. What what is the dog doing over there? He He's is, burrowing in his uh burrowing burrowing. <laughs> I had to sound that out in his uh, blanket fort over there. He's oh, he found a bone. That's what it was. Oh, that's it was I, at the I, bottom. I thought he was just making a, a bed. No, he yeah. knew what was underneath four blankets. Yeah. Uh, now he's going to the couch. Oh, get off the couch! Now, see, this is the first thing he did. Dio <laughs> traveled with me this year for the first time because oh. previous years. My sister had two dogs, and it was just too much going on with Dio being a puppy because he visited when he was a puppy. And the first thing he did was walk into my sister's house, and within eight seconds, 
he had lifted his leg and peed on her white couch. Mm, just like walking lovely. past it, just went, okay, psst. So Ali peed on the tree. Yeah, Ali peed on the tree, but he Dio was still peed on the back. couch. Dio peed on her couch. And so nice. he was not welcome back for many years. And this year, she had lost both of her dogs for the past year. So they were without a dog. And uh, I don't think we wanted to have a Christmas without a dog present. So Dio traveled with me in the truck for how many hours? Five hours. Ooh, wow. And he, How'd he do? Uh, he would sit down and like lay down for about 20 seconds and then stand up and go, hey, okay, we are, can you put my head out the window? Did hey, you see there's a car over there? Yeah, there's, there's a car, a car over there. Okay, I'm going to sit back down. <laughs> oh, hey, where are we? Are we there yet? Okay, we're going to stick my head out the window again. It's just no chill. All the way there for five hours, no chill whatsoever. And he did a great job though. Once he was there, he did not pee on anything inside. He's an adult now, so he's mm. he's chilled out a little bit. But yeah, he got up on the white couch first thing. So mm. he knows his place in the house. He's nice. like, nope, I'm getting on the couch. It's like I marked that last time I was oh, yeah, here. I know mine. that's mine. That is mine. I remember that. <laughs> that was a good time. I told you before, yep. this is my couch. You can't get rid of me. So now <laughs> yeah, he's found his bone. He's on the couch. He's a happy dog. Well, after you pee on the couch, go listen to Pot of Thunder, Cobras and Fire, Growing Up Rock. Slamfest Podcast, Decibel Geek, A to Z Radio, Metal Up Your Podcast, The Hustle, hey, I forgot Disciples Shake. of the Watch, Podcast Rock City, Sean Geek and Fast Bread Podcast, State of America, Rock Strikes 10, Potter Than Hell, Shout It Out Loudcast, The Ron Keel Podcast, The Kiss Room, Ages of Rock, Retro Zest Podcast, and don't forget about Monty. Hey, 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 it's Monty. Monty's Rockcast. Come visit us in Obscuria.com. Like us, share us, Facebook, X, and Instagram. Leave us a review. Apple Podcast, Podchaser, and Good Pods. Good Pods? Uh-huh. So, is this the one we spoke about? Yes. So I got this an is email. This big news. This is big news. So I just, well, this is even bigger My news. My voice went higher because it's big news. Big news. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Good job trying to derail me as I was reading the list, by the way. I was trying. Yeah. Didn't work. You're a professional. Mm -hmm. So professional on this podcast. So professional that we got an email from Good Pods, which I don't really have any information on exactly what Good Pods is, but they're good. I've heard they're good. I think they're really good. good. Yeah. But they sent me the following email. It said, In Obscuria Podcast has made the following top listener charts on Good Pods. Number one in the top 100 metal monthly chart. Goal! Wait, wait, wait. Say that one more time because I did not fathom all of that. Mm. Say it one more time. I've got we one to read. Number one. Number one in the top 100 metal monthly chart. Goal! Wow. Number one. Because nice. we're so metal. We are. We're very we're metal. Very I metal. Mean, look, look at our banner. It's got a lot of metal in it. Then at the bottom of the email, it says, In Obscuria Podcast has also made the following leaderboards on Good Pods. Number two in the top 100 rock monthly chart. Number three in the top 100 metal all time chart. Number six in the top 100 rock 
all-time chart, and number 29 in the top 100 music commentary monthly chart. All right, so how do we get to 28? I don't we know. we got to work a little bit harder in that, that They have a lot of category. charts. What I'm, what I'm figuring out is they have a lot of charts. Because then I go, I'm like, well, shit, i got to click on this and see what this is all about. Hell yeah. And then I go to our page, and here's what the page says. On the side, it lists all of your accomplishments. And mm-hmm. it says, number one, top 100 obscure all-time. Go! <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so we're the top. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. We're the top obscure all time. We're also number one in the top 100 punk monthly. We're also number one in the top 100 heavy metal monthly. Which we, we heard that. Yeah. Number one in the top 100 metal all time. I don't know. They have two metal charts, apparently, and we're number one in both. So I'm guessing they've listened to a total of four different podcasts. I, well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, who the hell are we? Is this their, their, it was their first month, and they went out and sampled a whopping four podcasts and did a survey of those four podcasts. I think they created all of these charts mm-hmm. this week. There's 26 <laughs> they, they charts, I don't but there's 12, I don't know. 12 podcasts to go on 26 charts. Well, I don't know. I mean, to me, this was a true sign that we have... We have made it. We have made, yeah, it. We've made it. We have made we, it. Let's go blow some money. Let's, we All this future money that we're going to make from this endeavor, let's go blow it tonight. Hookers and blow. Come on. <laughs> I agree. Let's do that. Okay. Um, I think we should do something in our episode to celebrate yeah, these you know, accolades. I amazing could, accolades. I could buy back the van. You could. And we could just go on a binger for it, a week. It runs better now. My, my friend's been working on it. He I, sent, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. He sent me a picture of the spark plugs that he took out. It was like, uh, dude, so when was the last time you changed spark plugs? And I'm like, uh, 2009. Yeah. Didn't I didn't know you had to change I them. didn't know. They, I, I thought they were sparky forever. No, it was running fine on six cylinders, and it was it's a V8. <laughs> So it's going to be a great van by the time he's done with it. I may want it back. So here's what I'm thinking. You know, a few episodes back, uh, 10 to be exact, 10, 11 a few, perhaps. T- a few 10. A few 10. Uh, we celebrated our 200th episode. Mm-hmm. Let me try that again. Uh, it's a metric, s- metric dozen is what they say. Right. We celebrated our 200th. Oh, that's better if I yeah. enunciate. And we said we didn't know how much further we'd be going on. No. But when I see this kind of progress that we have made. It's that emotional caffeine that we, you need to get through. We owe it to ourselves. We, we owe do. it to our fans who we put do. us in the number one spot. Contractually obligated at this point. We are to keep on trucking. Don't you agree? Oh, we got to keep on trucking. Oh, you, you said the word. I did. That's what we're going to do in you 2024. Said the word. We're going to keep on we trucking. We are going to keep on trucking. So well, What was I doing when you walked in? You, you were Working on a truck. Working on a truck. A 76-year-old fire truck. Yep. Mm-hmm. I smell like WD-40. I apologize for that. Well, let's just add this to it. Uh, breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. Convoy. Uh, Breaker, Big Ben, this here's a duck. And uh, you want to back off them hogs? Uh, 10-4, about five miles or so. 10, Roger, them hogs is getting intense up here. Trucking like the doodah man. Once told me you got to play your hand 
Just in the podcast right there. <laughs> that's that's the best music we could play right now. We're not going to top that. It's okay. That was that's a great song. It was a huge hit in the seventies. I remember that song because it came out. I guess late in the year where when we left Florida to go up to North Alabama for Christmas for one of the two, three, four Christmases we would have. So my grandparents lived in North Alabama, so it's a seven hour drive. I'm in the back of our Malibu station wagon, the big round back to it. I'm the idiot I'm trying to get the semis to haul you know pumping your fists and that song came out and so at that time it was just radio my dad did not have tons of cassette tapes or anything like that i think cassettes were still kind of new and so we just had the radio and anytime we get close to a city he would start tuning in the whatever radio station and that song i think we heard it two times maybe a third time we get north of birmingham and that song is on and i'll be son of a bitch if we did not see an actual convoy I remember. Oh, I thought you were talking about space trucking. No, it was. uh, There's a company. There's a company I remember to this day. It was Roadway Shipping, and their trucks were kind of orange and blue. And we saw one, and I saw another one that matched, and we kept passing them. And there's another convoy. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a convoy. I had no idea what they were doing. It didn't matter because there's a song about convoys. There's a convoy. And also coinciding with that was the popularity of CB radio, which if you're not old enough to remember this, in the 70s for a brief period of time, CB radios, everybody had them. And so it was our in-flight entertainment to have a CB radio. And between our house and my grandparents' house in Florida, it was an hour and a half. My dad, bless his heart, you know, he was trying to be cool. And his handle- What was his handle? See, see everybody had a name. You called it a handle. Yep. His handle was the Florida Fisherman. 
at Florida Fish. Uh, no, no, yeah, at, you, sorry. Yeah, but it was basically that. If it was you, the same thing. These days it would be at it was, Florida. It was, it was just Florida the Fisherman. 70s. We and, didn't have cell phones. That's and, what we had. And my mother was hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I had a hand, but I don't remember what it was. But yeah, he would talk to the trucker. And at that point, everybody had CB. So you were talking to everybody. And he would try to learn the lingo. And hey, Well, I just what, gave you a yeah, little all that. lesson your, there. Watch your 20. And, you know, hey, you need a smoking report or whatever. And that was our entertainment for hours listening to him be a complete idiot on the CB radio trying to you know be cool like the trucker so all of this together is just you're in my wheelhouse now oh. these are great memories no pun intended huh? yes. we're in your wheelhouse yes we are because this is episode 211 keep on trucking and you brought this to me. You sent me a bunch of bands. And, I'm responsible. If you don't was, like it, send me your emails. Yeah, I was like, oh, these, are all, these are all truck bands. <laughs> so these are all bands that have something to do with truck in their name. And we're going to see if that translates to what we just heard with Convoy. Maybe, mm. maybe we get a little vibe because they're a truck band. And first up, we're going to ride with a band from a land where there is a lot, a lot of open road. This is a newer Aussie band formed in 2021. Yes, Australia. They have that, truckers in Australia, and they have a lot of the road most to cover. open road you're ever going to find. I don't think there's more open road anywhere else. Nope. Uh, there's like 20 people on one side of the island yeah. and about 36 people on the other side of the Which island. Which also happens to be a continent. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's a big island. It's a big one. So this band... Features two mainstays of Aussie rock, Horsehead, which is a band we haven't played. I'm surprised that Craig actually hasn't brought that one to us before on one of our pop rock He's been busy remodeling his house. Have you seen that? I did talk to him. That's exactly what he said. I said, I don't have a new episode ready for yet. I've been busy building my house. So (laughs) This looks good. Yeah, he's, he's building up. He's going up. Yep. He wants a view. So anyway, Horsehead, Andy McLean from Horsehead is in this band, and Baby Animals, who we have played on the program a couple times. This is horse, like the animal, not whore's head. What the hell did you just say? Well, um, you can read it however you want. No, this is horse, like okay. the animal. Yes, okay. horse head and baby animals. So they got a you know a whole animal thing okay. with naming their okay. bands over there. But the name of this band is very simple, very to the point, and very on point with this episode. This is Truck. That's it? Just Truck. Truck. Truck from Australia. And we would put them probably in the new wave of classic rock genre okay i would say well, let's but, listen first and then we'll put them in a genre yeah well but that's where i think they would go the, the difference is these are more seasoned musicians they've been in other bands mm-hmm. the ones i just named so they're not youngsters that we would usually associate with new wave of classic rock but they only have one album they just got together in 2021 so i think they still deserve to be there apparently according to their socials album number two is being mixed and a new single will be out soon so in 2024 if you like this band go get the first album and then within a matter of months you should have a second one so let's have a listen and see what you think this is a song called make hay from their album exploring the wah
feel like flicking shit off my shoe I'm fucking up the window Trying to get a glimpse of a view of you I got trouble with my traction This ladder's getting harder to climb Well, there's no sense complaining I got to keep my imagine marvelous three getting on like a southern rock kick and belting out something like that just fun a little on the pop rock side just just because of you sing along with it It was just great hooks in the chorus good it wasn't tambourine it was the egg with the rice or something into little little egg egg thing yeah yeah maraca egg maraca uh all that good fun rock i mean yeah you could uh new wave classic rock noachum all of that. It's just right there, right down the middle of all that. You can tell these guys have kind of hooks in the 90s because it had some of that alternative 90s kind of catchiness. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's what yeah. I was thinking of the Marvel Exactly. Three. Yep. Absolutely. I agree with you there. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, if they'll make it across to us. Mm-hmm. I had to discover this band as I was searching out truck bands. We will try to help that. But uh, I think we should try to spread the word because I think they're damn good. I wonder if Craig actually knows this band or not. I did notice that they just played a recent gig in December with another Aussie band that I really did called Stone Trip, who's kind of doing the same thing. It's kind of a mm-hmm. retro, glam metal-y, but not uh, kind of a band. So there's a lot of good stuff coming out of Australia right good. now. Good. At least somebody is. So, Craig, get your pencil out, sharpen it up, put together a new episode. Put down the spackle. Just <laughs> walk away spackle. from the spackle. Yeah, exactly. Pick up a notepad. Start putting it together. Okay. Well, we were in Australia. Next, we have to get our 18-wheeler all the way to Europe. We're going to travel to the land of the beautiful blonde. So, if you will, please remove your horned helmet for the national anthem. Oh, sorry. I'm sure every time Vikings, Minnesota Vikings fans hear that, they think, oh, the Vikings. Is it, it, time for a game? Yeah. Exactly. Time to start drinking? No, no, not at all. This is a three-piece Swedish band that we last featured in episode 10. It's a suite of Swedes. A suite of Swedes. Episode 10. That was a long time Good ago. God. 200 episodes we ago, we featured this band. We didn't know what we were doing. Now we, we almost know what we're doing. But we're number one in all You're those number categories. One. <laughs> number one. <laughs> number one. Go! 
So this band is considered, I would consider them desert rock or stoner metal. They call themselves fuzz rock. Desert rock goes well with truck. I think so too. I mean, this is all, yeah. Australia theme. Now we're going to desert rock. Sweden's got a lot of desert. Not a lot of deserts in Sweden. So I'm not not really sure how they work this out, Mm. but that's probably why they call themselves fuzz rock because they can't really say we're a desert rock band. They got a beach maybe? It's just a beach. They do. They do have beaches. Maybe that's it. You know, sand. They got a little sand. Viking deserts. I don't, I don't think surfer that happens. Yeah, no. I'm talking about the truck fighters. Yes, the truck fighters. See, they fit into our category here today. I discovered them way back in 2014 on eMusic, which was a cheaper, because I'm a cheaper guy, I was getting cheaper downloads from eMusic instead of Apple, mm-hmm. instead of iTunes. This is after LimeWire, right? Yes, after I was told to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a letter, certified. <laughs> in a letter. Stamped. From the federal government. Yeah. Yes, I saw the truck fighters in 2016 at the Drunken Unicorn here in Atlanta, Ooh. and they were, they're a trio, they're just badass, full energy, the entire show, it was amazing. Is that bar still around? It is. Yeah, I don't hear of a lot of bands there anymore, but that's nah. because we're old and we don't pay attention. We don't, <laughs> <laughs> we don't go out. <laughs> but it's still around. Now, if you want to not go to a show because you're old and don't want to go to a show, you can watch their film, Truck Fighters. It's a fuzzimentary. It's not a documentary. <laughs> It was released in 2011. It features interviews with Josh Homey from Queens of the Stone Age, all the bands that are in the same scene with them. And the film has kind of an entertaining view of these three ordinary guys who transform into fuzz monsters on stage. At least they got a gimmick. They, you know, hey, I think they're great. They took a break after I saw them. I thought they split up, but they took a break for a while after that tour in 2016. And then they got back together in 2019. Good time to get back together right before the Uh, pandemic. Get all that momentum going. Going and then go back to taking a break. <laughs> so they haven't released a new album yet because they had to get through the pandemic, but they are still playing. I noticed they have a bunch of dates here in 2024, so hopefully we'll get some new music from them. I'm going to play from that very last album, which was just called V or Five, if you're Roman. Mm-hmm. 2016, this song is Hawkshaw.
not sure if you mentioned the part about how the uh, bass player is also the person that mixed their recording, right? Well, that's I told all you, you they hear. were. I told you they were fuzz metal. Yeah, that's that's okay, but it's very fuzzy. Very fuzzy. Everything's fuzzy. The vocals were completely buried underneath the fuzz, mm. so they were more atmospheric vocals. Because I didn't understand a single word of any of the lyrics. I mean, I'm happy. Well, they were singing thing. in Viking. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I they don't were speak, speaking Viking. I, speak. I think that's a language, right? Schmorgy, schmorg. <laughs> Um, but still, that's just, it was, uh, other than that, I really want to like it because it had a lot in common with Muse, which I really like Muse, just that driving, just relentless pace of the bass and the rhythm guitar on that sounded really good. So other than that, I think I'd love to listen to some more of the tracks to see if that was just kind of a one-off thing. Well, I just heard the bell go off in my head because I'd love to listen to more of them in the future as well. And I think we should explore them. So this album five, which came out in 2016, it's very different than the other albums. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is more atmospheric. It is definitely more progressive than they were on their earlier albums. They were more desert stoner metal before this. There's nothing wrong with being atmospheric. I just wanted, I'm curious to see if that's, you know, all their whole shtick. It's not. That's just a one-off on the songs. Yeah. This is just one exploration of an album into Mm -hmm. that territory. And a little bit of tool. Oh yeah. That breakdown where it got kind of quiet, that was very tooly. Toolish. Toolish. Well, you need tools when you're in a truck. Yeah, you know? that's true. It goes with the theme. Yes. Uh, so moving on, let's drive over some really rugged territory. I'm talking about the territory up in the Great White North. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to... We're big in Canada too, aren't we? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, no, we're big. Oh, we're big We're in big Canada. in Canada. Yeah. I, that might be where Good Pods is from. I need to do a little more exploration. Okay. I think they might be Canadian-based, yes. As much as we bash on that... We love, we love our Canucks. Arctic Circle up there, yeah. Yes, we love our Canucks. They still love us. You dicks! So this is a band who are Canucks themselves. They're from Hamilton, Ontario, and they've been releasing quality stoner metal since 2010. So this band may not be super obscure because they have won a Juno Award, which is... Now you got to like say a, it like the millennials. Oh. Super obscure. I, I, I can't do like, that. you know. What's wrong with you? Yes, anyway. They've won a Juno Award. At least they did back in 2013. They were the Breakthrough Group of the Year. So again, not super obscure. Did I get it right? No. That's close. They also played the Download Festival in the UK that same year. So they played in front of, you know, 100, 200,000 people. So... Again, not totally obscure. They had a song called Enforcer in 2015 that was used as the goal song for the Toronto Maple Leafs, the NHL hockey team there in Toronto. What was that horrible white rapper that had the song Enforcer back in the 90s, late 80s? Hmm. I'm not even going to imitate it. It was so bad. White rapper. Yo, slow, they came around looking for you the other day. Word, word, bust it. Informant, you know, say that I'm a stomach of a blam. Ali keep on bum bam. Take the man that says that I'm a stomach stab. Somebody out of land. Ali keep on bum bam. Informant, you know, say that I'm a stomach of a blam. Ali keep on bum bam. Take the man that says that I'm a stomach stab. Somebody out of land. Ali keep on bum bam. He said, I'm not coming at the blow down me Well, that's not them. No. Every time the Toronto Maple Leafs scored a goal, they would play their version of Enforcer. And then at the end of it, they tag a Go Leafs Go chant okay. at the end. So It's great to tie in a sports theme. Yeah. Because you know you get some play time with that. See? See what I did there? Exactly. I, I, do you see that? Very nice. 
In 2021, Monster Truck is the name of this band, was also featured in Kid Rock's re-recording of their song, Don't Tell Me How to Live. He released this as the first single from his triple album, which I didn't even know Kid Rock had a triple album that came out, but apparently he did back in 2021. He's productive then. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to play from their 2018 album, and on this album, they have a duet with Dee Snider, but I'm not going to play that track. I'm going to play a different one because... This is Monster Truck with their song Thunder Truck from True Rockers 2018.
that was a cool dichotomy between the really heavy thrashing metal sounds and a Hammond organ. It's the second song where we've had a ripping Hammond yeah. organ going on in it. I just, we both you and I that. loved that. Yes. I mean, we had a band where we had an amazing Hammond organ player mm-hmm. in it who now is with another band. Yeah, he's gone on. He's gone to on another to world. bigger things. <laughs> but we're number one. <laughs> I don't know that's if they right. Are. Yeah. We, yeah. Let's say that one more time. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Up in the back. Yes. Great. It's so Monster Truck to me, I like them. They're almost at the edge of being that aggro Uh metal. Like, but they're they're right at, they're teetering right at the edge. Yeah. Right there at the, the the Hammond helps hold them back. It brings them back. It holds them back just a little bit. Yeah. To class. Without that, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. That may be holding it all together right there. Yeah. But I I really dig them because of that. The name fits the sound and the, all that. Yeah. So I could see that being played at a monster truck jam you know i'm getting the sense that a lot of these bands who put truck in their name are stoners and i don't know what that says about our truck drivers across the <laughs> land <laughs> you know i'm hoping uh you know that, that, that maybe they're yeah. not stoned when they're driving i don't think they are no i think it's the other way oh yes because they've right. got a schedule to keep you're right and, yeah, uh, they got to stay awake they don't need to lay back it's they need to all, speed up. yeah the accelerators mm. all the way to the floor let's just put it that way mm, i see Yes, you're absolutely right. Which leads us right to the next band. I saw this band's name, and I was like, how has this not been taken before? And, oh my God, we were just talking about it not too long ago, about clever usage of umlauts. Mm. And this band did it. Their name was Bad Mother Truckers, and they have umlauts over the O and the U in Mother Truckers. So that means it's pronounced Mother Truckers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it's supposed to do. Because Motley Crue is still Motley Crue, even though it's got the umlauts. I don't know if it It, makes a difference. It doesn't matter. Umlauts are just badass. Just badass. It's true. And if you're going to call yourself bad mother truckers, you need two umlauts. Two, not one. Yes. Two. Exactly. Now, why didn't they put umlauts over the A in bad? Maybe you don't umlaut an A. I see. I don't know the rules here. I don't know. I'd put it over everything, even the consonants. Just umlauts everywhere. It's like just nice cracked pepper, fresh cracked pepper. Just put on everything. (laughs) So, I don't know a lot about the bad mother truckers, except that they're bad mother truckers. And they self-describe on their, uh, I don't even, I think it was Instagram that I found them, as half evil rockers with the smell of gasoline <laughs> and the sound of awesomeness. Here ended the lesson. Whereas I'm half evil, smell of WD-40 tonight. So yeah, I I can empathize with that. Well, good. And the other thing I do know about them is, please remove your helmet because yes, they are Swedish. (laughs) And here it comes. That is Ronnie James Dio, his favorite song. He Every loves time we it. play it, he can't even hear it because we got headphones. Oh, on. he can hear it. But when we start singing, he's like, "Oh, I got to join in with it." <laughs> he does. He comes over and all right, here us. we go. What's who's, going on? Who's Kerdu? Yeah. Who's Kerdu? I love Who's You haven't played Who's Kerdu yet. You, 
bastards. No, it's teasing it. No, we're going to play the bad mother truckers, Ronnie James D.O.G. You're going to like this. More Viking truckers. They only have one full length so far, so there's not a whole lot of information on them, but they've released a lot of singles, so within the last five years or so, they've got lots of releases. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still around, because like I said, it wasn't very apparent on the old Instagram. That's the only place I found this band, but I saw the name and had to include them today, and I downloaded their single from 2019 called Crucified. That sounded pretty authentically Viking. 
Mm. Who, who knew they'd end up being a uh, religious group? Exactly. <laughs> you know, Viking church. That's church, church of the Vikings, right? Here, I thought they were pagans. Yeah, no, that's they, true. they were converted. No, that's true. Yeah, at some Apparently. point, the missionaries made yeah. it over there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that was uh, reminiscent of two or three or four bands. It was interesting because it started off kind of the beginning sounded like the breakdown in Wildside, Motley Crue's Wildside. You know where? Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Mother May. Or whatever, you know, da, 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 da. Picking up lyrics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kicking ass on the wild side. That, dun, 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 that kind of syncopated rhythm, and then they completely ripped off a Tom Morello solo. I was going to say, <laughs> Tom Morello wants his uh, whammy pedal back. Yeah, uh, octave, octave pedal. <laughs> That's all right. That's a, tri- That's a tribute. Yeah, I mean, that was a ripoff. It was yeah, a complete ripoff. Rip that was not Tom even Morello. close to a tribute. I, well... Maybe it was an homage. Homage. No, it was, no, it homage. was a, a ripoff. <laughs> okay. That's what Vikings do. They they you know they pillage. pillage and they, yeah. they pillage that solo. From they did. They just Umbrella. stole it. <laughs> Completely they just stole, stole it. it. You know, I mean, they're bad mother truckers. Yeah. What are you going to do? I am not going to confront them about that. I don't yeah. know if Tom wants to. Maybe his attorneys, but I don't think he wants to confront these guys. So four songs were playing truck trucking band yeah. songs, and not a single American band yet. Yeah, and not a single like actual truck. In the song, no, the first one had a truck in it. Oh, that's right. The, the truck, sound, the sound effect, but it didn't truck really, wasn't about actual trucks. No, it? no. Well, when, we're going to play a song next. Hard to top convoy, man. I'm telling you right now. I know, I know. It we is. We started off right at the top. We're going to play a song called Truckers by a band called Truckers next. So it's Super Truckers, Monster Truckers. Yeah. So truck we've had you. Yeah. So this so far. If you're following along, you know, following along and writing these down, we had truck, we had the truck fighters, monster truck, bad mother truckers, and now we just have truckers. Just truckers. Now, I assumed, and you probably will too when you hear it, that Truckers was just a southern rock band from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I dug in, mm, they're not. Mm-hmm. But on their album that I have, it has a picture of a Confederate flag and an 18 wheeler next to it. That's about as that is, redneck as that you is get. Redneck and southern rock as you were going to get, right? Yeah. They're actually an eastern rock band, not a southern rock band. And when I say eastern, they're from eastern France. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty-headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. Now go away, or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're a French band. They are from Montbéliard, which is right next to Switzerland. That far east. So That's way up there. Keep that in your head. Yeah, That's we, where these guys uh-huh. are from, okay? That's what they had on their album cover from 1995 when this came out. Southern and blues rock bass band, and I never would have known that. So here are Truckers with their song, Truckers, from the album Leave Me Alone. Mm. Yeah. 
That vocalist, my God, I want to go gargle with some warm, <laughs> salty water after that. He was a perfect blend between the dude from Molly Hatchet and Joe Cocker. Mm. Like, blend those two together. I don't know the guy's name from Molly Hatchet. But if you hadn't told me they were from East France, like really Eastern France, I would have been a little suspicious because they did not have the quintessential guitarmonies mm. that a lot of Southern rockers, not all, but a lot of Southern rockers and a distinct lack of whistling. <laughs> no whistling. No whistling. Because right. if you think about a lot a lot of good Southern, like Skinner and the aforementioned Molly Hatchett and a couple others that somehow they always managed to get a whistle in there. Hey, mm-hmm. you're so right about that. There was no I would whistling. have been suspicious, but I probably would have put them in the same category as uh, I thought Then Lizzie was a Southern rock band for most of my youth because I didn't know any other song besides Boys Are Back in Town. And that just fit right in with all the other yeah, Southern rock songs that did. I grew up on. So had I just assumed they had guitar yeah. minis and, yep. you know, so yeah, I, well. they might have passed, but I don't know. I thought maybe they were Cajun. <laughs> but no, they're actually from France. Now you can understand his <laughs> lyrics. No, if he was Cajun, no, it'd be like, oh, if they had just thrown in something and given a little more hint of their French accent and said something about a crossfit, crawfish. It's crawfish, yeah. Something like that, yes. Yeah. I, I, I can speak fluent. The Bayou. Cajun. Yeah. No. Well, still not an American band yet. But it might go well if we ever do a reprise of Swamp Rock. That could kind of be swampy a little bit. Pretty swampy. It was yeah. kind of dirgy and, you know. Yeah, this dirty. isn't too far removed, some of yeah, this stuff. It's right. swampy adjacent, maybe. Yeah. Like on the right outside the swamp. It's kind of muddy, but not swampy. Right. Well, our next band is not going to be there at all. This is a grunge truck related band. What? Oh, yes. Oh. That's two good combinations. It's one that's on our banner, actually. Let's see. All right. Uh, right there. Of course, because it's close to you. Yes. You always pick the ones close to you. Yes, of course. Grun Truck is who I'm talking about. And Grun Grun tr- Grunt Uck. <laughs> grunt Ruck or Grun Truck? <laughs> grunt Ruck. I like Grunt Ruck. Grunt <laughs> Ruck. Yes, so it's grunge and truck, so yeah, grunge truck. We played them on our very first Under the Grunge, episode 28, all those years ago. This is a Seattle band that formed in 1989, and they featured former singer-guitarist and the drummer from Skinyard, who's another grunge, early grunge band that we've talked about before. And also there was a crossover thrash band from Seattle called The Accused. So those two bands, after they split, they formed Grunge Truck. And they released two full-length albums while they were all still together, and then they had a third album that got released in 2017 by producer Jack Endino, who's the guy who produced every grunge album out of Seattle Mm -hmm. in the early days. This band opened for Alice in Chains and Pantera in 92 and 93. They were up and coming, but because of legal and label issues, they disbanded in 1996, and they had already recorded their third album that never got released That's at a that point. reason to disband. I mean, I understand yeah. having personality differences or you're not going anywhere, but yeah. to have legal difficulties and record company difficulties yeah. end up shutting it down. I'm assuming when they say legal and label issues, that means money issues. So That's true. They might. Yeah, if you owe a bunch of money and you can't pay it back, um, yeah, maybe you dissolve to get out of all of that. That's the side you don't always hear. We like to talk about record companies screwing over the artists, but there's been a lot of artists out there that have gotten a lot of money from record gotten companies. Gotten a lot of money and, and you oh, gotta we'll, pay it back. It's just a loan. We'll see ya. Yeah, it's just a loan. And I remember they had 
there's an album called Push that came out in early 90s and it, it almost broke them through as, you know, they're opening for Alice in Chains and Pantera, you know, bands that were really big, but it just didn't happen for them. Ben McMillan died in 2003, which was the singer and the album, like I said, was shelved until Jack and Dino finally was able to get it released in 2017. I'm going to play from that album, which is just called Grunt Truck that came out in 2017. This is a song called It's All Right.
them in the category of they should have been huge. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. If Monster Magnet, you know, got their moment in the sun, this band should have also. I agree, sir. I agree. They had three albums. Like I said, this one was recorded in, call it probably 94, 95. Never came out until 2017. Their first two albums, awesome. They just didn't break. They were just another Seattle band that got kind of lost in the shuffle of the Seattle There were quite a few at the time, so I could see that. But you can feel it. You can just feel the Seattle in them. They're they're the real deal because they came from Skinyard, who influenced and was often mistaken for Soundgarden. What if, I mean, if it would have come out two years later, grunge, the the heavier grunge was starting to fade, but still like, like I said, Monster Magnet didn't hit until 90. Late 90s, yeah. 98, 99, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe if it would just been a later to get to get away yeah. from being lumped into all those Seattle bands. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it might have. I don't know. I love this band. I that's always be, thought they should have been bigger. That'll be my tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Well, good. Uh, we just we love to get dirty with a little yeah. grunge, and it totally fits in this truck I mean, category I, as well. You're already what, dirty. You that's look where nasty. I wear dark. <laughs> Thank you. you look I nasty it. over there. I am pretty nasty. Like I said, I smell like grease and oil. I've been you know hitting a truck with a sledgehammer as you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You actually were. Yeah. Actually, the big sledgehammer, not the yes. little sledgehammer. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing about a 76-year-old truck. You have to persuade things to fit. It doesn't just go together precisely. It's like, oh, no, Forcefully. here we go. Let me just hit this thing three or four times as hard as I can. <laughs> and if that doesn't line up, you got to hit it again. And then get the blowtorch. Or and hit it the other way. And it didn't. It didn't work at all. And so now I get to go out there with ratchet straps and try to force it into place. So, yeah, this is the fun I'm having. This well, is this is my evening. Uh, well, you, you know, you love doing that. Yeah, it's, it's a premonition of what was going to come tonight on the podcast. I knew I needed to go get grungy and dirty. So when you first mentioned to me, hey, what about truck bands? The first thing I thought of was this guy. This guy right here. I'm like, oh, I got this guy. I know this guy. There's this guy named Derek Trucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of obvious. That would would work. Yeah. Now, not quite obscure. No. And his his dad was definitely not. Yeah. Well, his uncle. Uncle. Right. Yes, right. So if you don't know Derek Trucks, because some people listening to our show may not be into the Southern rock or the jammy thing that he's mostly known for. So he is actually the nephew of Almond's, longtime Almond's drummer, the late Butch Trucks. So that's how Mm -hmm. he kind of got his start. And I still think of him as a kid, but he's actually 44 years old. Yes. I remember seeing him on something playing with Allman Brothers as a kid and then I remembered that was 30 something years ago when I saw that so yeah he's he's definitely a grown ass man now <laughs> he's a grown man now but yeah. Uh, yeah I still think of him that way so he formed his own band in 1994 when he was just 20 mm-hmm. called the Derek Trucks Band he's played with Bob Dylan Joe Walsh Stephen Stills all the classic dudes he toured with Phil Lesh and then he actually joined the Allman Brothers Band in 1999 until the end of their run in 2014 this is when Dickie really got a Annoying. Yeah, I think Dickie left somewhere in the again. middle of that. Yeah. And Warren Haynes came back mm-hmm. and I forget they had another guitarist. Jimmy Herring maybe came in yeah. for a little bit. And, and now he's married to Susan Tedeschi. Tedeschi. Yes. They have Tedeschi Trucks Band. Tedeschi now. Trucks Band, yeah. And it, as I was thinking earlier, I really hope they procreate and have kids that that much talent between the parents should be passed down, I hope. Mm. Or turn out like a complete shithead like Cher son Elijah Blue <laughs> who we just talked about we just I mean, talked it was about we a few him. episodes ago cursed him she's uh, having to put him in you know some type of rehab or something like that something's going on with him so well he just yeah. needs to channel all that into yeah. the new Desi album that was supposed to come out get back to work 10 years ago dude get back to work yeah, yeah. but when your, parent, your shit together when man. your parents met and hooked up in the rehab 
you're kind of doomed down the street. We told yeah. that story, so yeah, you're, you're kind of screwed. To start and, with, and you're a cyber goth kid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you got the world working against you. So hopefully, he uh, gets his shit together. I could just hear Greg now if he were alive. What the hell's wrong with you, boy? Boy, Elijah, <laughs> Elijah Blue. All right, we'll so strangle you till you're blue. <laughs> so back to Derek Trucks. We had to get in some Southern rock. We can't have a trucker episode. Right, it goes and hand in hand. We can't have keep I mean, on trucking and there's not trucks have all rock. over the world. But there's something ubiquitous about the south and trucks and we say trucks we're not talking about big semi trucks we're talking about pickup trucks too we're talking about any kind of any kind of truck which i've got several so i fit right in with that but none of my trucks have a skull sticker on it do any of them have a pair of balls hanging not that i know i'll have to go check today but yeah (laughs) or ain't scared stickers What was with the Calvin thing forever? Everybody had that oh, P- Calvin yeah, peeing on something? Yeah, that was 90s. Calvin it lasted for like Chevy. 30 years. Though. Yeah, Calvin peeing on Chevy, Calvin peeing on Ford. And, you know, I never got if you've it. you've ever been in an argument about the make and model of your truck, you definitely are a redneck. Mm. I don't, you can speak a foreign language, you can still be a redneck. Oh, we, absolutely. We've proven we, this. We just heard it with the French. Yeah, they're all over the world. <laughs> there are rednecks in every country of this world. Yeah. I wouldn't consider Derek Trucks a redneck. No, per no, no. Se, just, but, I'm just saying, when it gets into trucks he can go off the rails but Derek's southern he's definitely southern royalty yes royalty absolutely he's appeared twice in rolling stones list of 100 greatest guitarists of all time now we know how much that means to everyone out there the rolling stone list yes but it's not as good as the good pod it's not quite good pods rolling stone can keep working towards that yeah but he's uh you know he won a grammy award for best blues album he's with his wife they won a grammy award together for best blues so you know he's like i said he's maybe not that obscure pretty good that boy's pretty good but everyone out there may not be familiar with his early recordings the stuff that he put out prior to joining the almonds Mm. so we're gonna go way back to 98 and we're gonna revisit a song from his second album this is pre-almond brothers this is just Derek trucks band when he was that kid Mm. who got on stage with the almond brothers every once in a while here is a song called all right from out of the madness
boy's good. Good lord. <laughs> Give it up. That was funky, too. Fuck God. Mm. So I, I spent a lot of time uh, over the holidays driving and listened to, for some reason, just pulled up like Blind Faith, listened to, you know, I've only heard you know, that one song and Derek and the Dominoes. Then, you know, all of a sudden. Which is where his name came from, by the way. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. Oh. That is where Derek Trucks got his name. My light bulb just went on. Bing. Mm-hmm. You put some smarts in my noggin. <laughs> Learning tickles. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, listen to like all, I mean, it's not that much, but there's some live tracks, Derek Domino's, and then the story of you know, Dwayne wandering into the studio with Eric Clapton and how his suggestions and his you know riffs that he threw in there made that song. And what I compare the two of them is, or how I compare them is, Derek has the kind of that reckless abandon on the slide versus players like Bonnie Raitt, who's they're a good slide guitar player, but they are very conservative, conservative, yeah. and they're clean. And I have never good ever been able to get into Bonnie Raitt. No. I, I wanted to, but it just was exactly. too yawny to me. Yep, and then you put Derek, and it's just like no, he he and Dwayne both, yeah, that just like punk rock slide, and that's the vibe of Layla. It's a song about this torrid affair he's you know having an affair with george harrison's wife and mm-hmm. it's just torrid and the guitar licks that he lays over the top of that are just wild and crazy like they're going at it and just having the best romp and then it just you know it comes to a, a halt and then you have the piano music playing you out with eric smoking a cigarette after <laughs> banging george harrison's uh what's her name patty boyd yeah she was smoking Slow yeah so i imagine if you had a chance to you know Get it on with Patty Boyd back in the day. Yeah, that'd be, I'd write a few songs about that as well. So that's a high compliment. The highest compliment that I can make is that he sounds like Derek. I mean, Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> sounds Derek like, sounds like Dwayne. Derek sounds like Dwayne. Yes. And I love that. And it makes me happy. I don't, I don't know him and he doesn't know me, but I'm just happy for him that he's got that somehow, that spirit of Dwayne. Not only that, I mean, he basically has the pipes of Greg And a voice, a great voice to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got the Almond Brothers yeah. running through his veins. It was just in his veins. Yeah. I mean, that was 1998. He was 24 years old, mm-hmm. and he sounds like, uh, you know, a 50-year-old Greg Almond. Chain-smoking Greg Almond. Playing, like, you know, the best Dwayne Almond licks you've ever heard. And it really is. Just, I mean, that was that long ago. And then he joins the Almond Brothers. Yeah, and just and gets better. a few more notches, yeah. <laughs> He so was there's another really one. I need good. to just dive in and just let that roll because that is the slide guitar that just catches me and grabs me. Yeah. Now, I haven't, I'll be honest, I didn't continue to follow Derek Trucks. I was early on, mm-hmm. his early stuff, I really liked it. Once he joined the Almonds, I, I didn't really continue to follow him. So I think he's bluesier now and jammier now because I know he does that whole jam mm-hmm. band circuit, but that's my assumption. I don't know. I, I haven't listened I've to lost him. track of him as well, but that track right there, the early stuff, mm-hmm. if it's, there's more li- out there like that. Oh, yeah, exactly. Funk on it. Dirty funk. I mean, that could have been on a, a swamp episode. That could have been swampy. Making notes, man. We're starting off the new year, just material left and right. <laughs> lots of new episodes. We got to be number one in all those categories next time. And there are lots of other truck bands out there. Oh, I know. Because we talked about this yeah. ad nauseum. I had no idea we could get several episodes out of <laughs> Keep On Trucking. Truck one, truck two. <laughs> There's a band right down the street or up the street or over called Drive By Truckers. Drive By we Truckers. Haven't even, we haven't even touched. And yeah. They have a ton of They're material. They're local. They're more local. We also had a band... 
You ever more rockabilly? Yeah. Drive by truckers? Yeah. A little bit of rock. Definitely more, more countryfied. Yeah. Yeah. We, we also had a, a rockabilly band in Atlanta that we didn't touch that so we can maybe listen okay. to next time. But that's what I got for you this time. So. So with that, uh, welcome 2024. We're going to continue on because apparently we are breaking records left yes. and right. Apparently we they want number us. number one. The people want us to keep on yes. trucking, Robert. We have heard the people, all five of them so, that, that voted. So <laughs> l- let's pull that string and give another honk and we're out of here until next time. See you later.